Join Ian Garvey as we uncover the hidden marketing stories that shape our world. Reveal the latest marketing tactics that will shape your future and the amazing people that grow organizations, movements, and businesses. Learn to grow your business and shape the world around you. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show with Ian Garlic. And yes, it's Ian, not Ian. That's marketing too. Welcome to the Garlic Marketing Show. Today we're going to talk about clarity and getting it because it is absolutely crucial. Our guest today has helped over 150 businesses grow. And we're going to talk about him and his new book and his new project. I'm super excited to bring him to you. But first, of course, our show is brought to you by storycruise.com. You know, the fastest way once you get clarity to grow your business is video marketing. And the number one tool you should be using is video case stories, not testimonials. So go to storycruise.com slash case story to learn how you can collect and craft your client's stories and deliver them at the right time. Mr. Chris White, I'm excited to have you and talk about clarity. Before I get into you talking, I'm going to talk a little bit about you. Like I said, he's a 10-year EOS implementer, one of the first out there. His new company is Systems and Soul. He's a chief coach there. He's helped over 150 businesses find their clarity and grow and untrap entrepreneurs. He's also the author of the clarityfieldguide.com. We were talking about it before the show, and I wish I'd have been recording it because it's an amazing story where he talks about also Stephen Pressfield, one of my other favorite apps absolute favorite authors. Chris, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, man. I'm glad to be here, Ian. It's, uh, we've been talking about this for a while, so I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got a, a few things going on. So um, before we get into finding clarity and why it's so crucial, because uh, folks, I can almost guarantee you what's stopping you right now is a lack of clarity. Because if you have that clarity, you, you move forward. But tell me a little bit about your background and let everyone hear about your background because it is an extensive background in helping businesses and growing your own businesses. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, well, um, I am a third generation entrepreneur in my family. Uh, both sets of my grandparents emigrated from Ireland and they had their own businesses. And uh, my parents built two companies from scratch. So me and my seven older brothers, yep, you heard that right. I'm the eighth boy in my family, no girls. Um, we all worked for my parents at one time, right? Growing up, big family business. And I got to be honest, I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. All I saw was like the bad stuff, right? Fam Everybody thinks family business. Yeah, when you get behind the closed doors, <laughs> it can get pretty dysfunctional and ugly. So my impression, uh, which really wasn't fair to my parents because they did ride three economic downturns, right? But my impression was, oh man, no thanks. My parents work all the time. And, and of course, when you're a kid, you don't think of the pressure of the parents are under, especially with eight kids, right? But in my childlike mindset, I was just like, nope, this isn't for me. So I went off and uh, when I got out of school, I ended up getting a job uh, with a Motorola distributor and I was selling mobile and handheld Motorola two-way communications to paper mills, fire and safety, EMT, police, all that. And pretty soon, you know, I, I was doing really well. I ended up closing some very large deals with Ford, Honda, GM, Harley Davidson, Miller Brewing Company. So I'm having lots of fun, but then boom, I hit a wall and I got, I realized I woke up one morning, I was bored stiff. And the epiphany that I had in was that I wasn't building anything 
like my mom and dad or my grandparents. So I thought, oh, wait a minute, maybe I do want to be an entrepreneur. So uh, I ended up starting uh, a software company of which I'm not a programmer uh, with uh, my partner. And we went into point of sale and we were very successful. So we, we ended up uh, building and selling our point of sale software to Trek Bicycle Company. And it's in their stores worldwide now. Then I went into electronic medical records in the podiatry industry. We ended up becoming a top player there. We sold the rights to that software. Then eventually we sold the entire company. So here I am, you know, two good runs and I'm thinking, okay, what's next? And so my wife and I started an online education company and I hated it every day. I hated it. It just wasn't for me. And I came home one day and I just, I told my wife, I said, I can't do this anymore. This is just not gratifying or fulfilling. And uh, I need to find out what I'm going to do. And here's the cool thing, you know, how life works and how God works. And not long after that conversation with my wife, my phone rang and I got a call from a business owner in Connecticut and they asked me to join their board of directors and their senior leadership team. And, and I thought, you know, it's, it's, it's an honor to be asked and it's really cool and all that. Um, and I said, well, you know, why do you want me on both teams? And the owner said, well, Chris, we've, we've watched you build and sell your businesses. You're, you, you obviously, you know, have had some, a lot of success or whatever. And we, we think you, you're the missing piece or the puzzle piece in our team. And we'd like to contract with you for two years because we're going to implement this system called EOS. And I thought, oh, cool. What kind of software is that? And they're like, oh, no, 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 it's not software. I'm like, what is it? And he's like, let me send you a book. I said, sure, go ahead. So I got a copy of Traction, never heard of the book, never heard of Gino. I read it in two hours. Ago. I couldn't put it down. It just blew me away. So uh, I ended up flying out to Detroit, met Gino, went through their uh, training program, and I dedicated you know the past 11 years of my life to EOS. And as you said in the intro, I've helped over 150 companies, and it was... Uh, the most gratifying thing I've ever done in my life. But here's the, here's the interesting thing. I knew when I was a sophomore in high school that I was going to be a teacher and a coach. What I didn't know is that I'd be coaching executive teams and not in a classroom. So I love traction. It brought my life full circle. It put me in my unique ability, as Dan Sullivan calls it. It was fantastic. But now, after 11 years, I'm branching out. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a business builder. And so I'm taking all the wonderful energy and time and knowledge that I've learned. And um, I've struck out with my, my partner, and, and we've decided to create a whole new system. In parallel to that, we also decided to write a book about clarity. I mean, you you mentioned it earlier, the, the Clarity Field Guide. So we wrote that during the pandemic because, I mean, just think about what's going on in our world right now, man. There's so much. So one of my clients is Scott Mann. He's a retired lieutenant colonel, and he owns Rooftop Leadership. And he has dedicated the rest of his life to helping entrepreneurs learn leadership skills from the military. It's amazing stuff. I'm actually in their training program right now for a year. And Scott calls it the churn. Just all the nasty shit that's going on right now is churn. And when there's churn, right, there's chaos, there's dust everywhere. And it's hard to have clarity when there's so much chaos. And especially, you know, this pandemic, it's knocked us all back, right, as business 
owners and you're you can be a business owner just trying to hold on and and how do you how do you have time for clarity so so that's kind of the segue right into what we're going to talk about is clarity like mm-hmm. how do you get clear when there's so much churn well, I mean, and I think most business owners don't get clear, you know, we, we've worked with attorneys for years, we've worked with lots of professionals. And, you know, it's just they start out just taking whatever kind of business doing whatever. And they're like, I just want to grow. And I talked to so many business owners, they're like, I just want to grow. They don't think about the direction who they're going to work with what the culture is going to look like any of that stuff. And then when you stop and try and nail them down, they don't want to get nailed down. But when I mean, let's talk a little bit about what clarity can do. I mean, obviously, 100 50 businesses. Yeah. What what can clarity do for you and what does the lack of clarity prevent? Wow. Well, certainly we all understand when we don't have clarity, right? There's confusion. I know when my clients aren't clear when they start second guessing themselves, when they start looking to others for advice rather than listening to their internal dialogue. You know, there's little behavioral changes that happen to us when we're not clear, right? But we're seeking clarity and um, we don't always find it. But the other part of that equation is, Ian, I don't think we, I don't think we take enough time to actually get clarity you got to put yourself in a quiet environment. You, you're not going to get clarity if you're sitting there at your desk getting hammered with all these different inputs coming at you. You really have to schedule time to get clear. Now, the benefits of taking like a clarity break, well, one, it allows you to breathe. <laughs> like just let a little, let, take some, you know, belly to spine breaths, lower that cortisol in your brain. And, and chill, right? Obviously, when you can get into that sort of state of mind, you, you your thoughts are coming in and going out and coming in and going out. And you kind of have to let them do that. And you might grab one. But the, the transition is... If you truly want to get clarity, in my research, it's it's about journaling. It's about being quiet with your own thoughts, protecting your confidence, and just being real with everything that's going on and what you're seeing. And that all sounds great, right? And it, it sounded great to me too. But like I said, I bought all these journals and I never did it. And and that's, you know, when I we were talking about Stephen Pressfield, I, I called him and I'm like, Steve, I, I've got all these journals and I tried them, but I didn't stick with them. I didn't know writing was going to be so hard and he kind of laughed and he says well Chris he said listen he said what you're fighting is resistance with an R I'm like okay what's what's that (laughs) and he said well think about it he says whether you're sitting down with a pen and paper or if you're going to sit down on your computer and open up a word document what's staring at you before you begin a blank page right a blank screen and he said that's resistance and it's going to mess with you it's going to try and get you to not write. So it puts self-doubt into your mind. Ah, now's not a good time, or I don't have time for this. I need to go do something else, or I need to go cut the grass or walk it up. Whatever the excuses are, that's resistance putting self-doubt in your mind, and you just you move on. And so I'm like, okay, I get that. How do we break through resistance so that we can start to obtain clarity? And he said, you got to do the work. He said, whether you're physically writing on a blank piece of paper or if you're typing on a screen, Chris, you just got to start. Start writing or start typing. The minute you hit that first key on the keyboard, you're beating resistance. The first stroke of your pen of the first letter on your paper, you're beating resistance. 
So just write. Now, he says, you might write a bunch of shit, but just the act of writing and getting centered with your thoughts, you're beating resistance. Now you just got to bake that into a battle rhythm. Every day, you got you got to go after it. And you're going to know resistance is there, so you're prepared. So the cool thing is, once you break through that, Ian, that's when you can start to get clarity. And that's the reason why I wrote the Clarity Field Guide. The purpose was to help these owners leaders, managers, executives start to journal. You can look in sports, politics, religion, government, high performers journal. Mm. And I thought that was amazing. And I I, I thought, okay, I got to figure this out because I want to be a high performer and I want clarity. So I couldn't find the answer anywhere, Ian. So we just came up with it ourselves. Now, I will, I got to give full credit here. The inspiration behind this book was a tool that was created by Gino Wickman, who created Traction. And Gino created this tool called the Clarity Break. And the Clarity Break says, grab a pen and blank piece of paper, go off somewhere quiet and journal. 150 plus clients, they all struggled with it. I struggled with it. And so that's where the inspiration came from. It's like, okay, not only are my clients struggling with this discipline of journaling, but so am I. So I need to fix it for me. And maybe that will help fix it for my clients. So my partner, Benj Miller and I, we decided to kind of use my parents as a little bit of the framework because my parents were farmers, right? Farmers deal with seasons up north, winter, spring, summer, and fall. If you're going to be a farmer and you've got a mixture of animals and fields and whatnot, you've got to lay out your business plan for the year because it's timed with the seasons, right? Well, I got thinking about that and I'm thinking, wait a minute, entrepreneurs go through seasons too, right? And so that helped us land on what we call the, the, the four seasons of an entrepreneur. And those four seasons are planning, executing, the doldrums, and cocooning. So spring is planning, summer is executing, autumn is the doldrums, and winter is cocooning. And what we did with that is we have a description for each one. And so you have to take what's called this creator's assessment tool that we made. And it takes about 20 seconds to answer about four questions that will tell you what season you're in. So all you got to do is go to the creator's cycle, answer the questions, you land in a season. So if I land in the, the doldrums, right? Page 77. So if I go to page 77 in the book, it's going to give me a nice explanation of what the doldrums are. And remember, doldrums is fall. So you've already harvested your fields. You may have uh, delivered some livestock and you might have, you know, sent them to the meat plant or whatever. Maybe the success from the year wasn't what you thought it would be. Maybe you thought it was going to be something different. Or maybe it wasn't as fulfilling or gratifying. It's a natural state that you can get into. And here's the thing. You can't ignore it. You're in the season, so you got to lean into it. So I just help you lean into it a little bit by giving you 
um, some do's and don'ts in the season, and then I ask you questions. And all you got to do is answer the question. The minute you start answering the question, you're journaling. Mm -hmm. You're beating resistance. Now, I'm not saying every time you sit down, Ian, you're going to have these light bulb moments of clarity, but it's the disciplined routine of sitting down every day, or maybe every other day. Maybe it's once a week for some people. You got to have a cadence. You got to build that muscle memory. Mm -hmm. And here's why. I'm going to share an excerpt from the front of the book with you that nails it for me. If I was to sum up the single biggest mistake of senior leadership in the information age, it's a lack of reflection. Solitude allows you to reflect while others are reacting. We need solitude to refocus on perspective decision-making rather than just reacting to problems as they arise. Yeah. James Mattis, our Marine four-star general, former secretary of defense said that. That's amazing. It's yeah. true. It's so true, right? It's very true. I mean, and so, look at, I mean, Bill Gates did it. Steve Jobs went for his hour and a half walks every day. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, you know, you ask about the benefits of, of clarity breaks. The toughest hurdle, Ian, I think for most people is just giving themselves permission to go do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is he, you know, we come in in the morning and we're slammed, blah, 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 blah. Um, we got all this churn going around and, and we don't feel like it would be fair to take time for ourselves because we got to help our people in the churn. That is the hardest thing. But I will tell you this, the, the if, if you can just try the Clarity Field Guide, right? Just try one question. Now, the questions I have in here, Ian, uh, there, there might be a couple softballs, but not many. I'm asking really direct, candid questions that are going to push you, that are going to make you feel uncomfortable. I might even have questions in here, Ian, that you, you've been avoiding, but that's where you got to go if you want clarity. You got to be willing to be vulnerable and be open and honest and transparent with yourself. You know, when you go into these, like I just randomly opened up to a page and the question is, where is my soul in my decision-making? You know, are there ways that I'm compromising my own standards in my business, right? So for every question that I have at the top, I have a corresponding quote at the bottom. If, are there ways that I'm compromising my own standards? Well, the quote is, the with God life is not a life of more religious activity or devotions or trying to be good. It is a life of inner peace and contentment for your soul with the maker and manager of the universe. The without God life is the opposite. It is death. It will kill your soul. None of us, we all have a soul. The problem is not all of us are taking care of our soul. We're not giving it the necessary time and attention because we're so worried about all the other shit that's going on in our business and with our people and our families and our vendors and our client. I mean, the list goes on and on, right? So if you can, if you can just commit, maybe it's once a week, Ian, for, for one month, four Four one-hour sessions by yourself. Try that. You know, take it. Don't don't try to journal every day when you're not journaling now. Try it once a week for an hour. And I guarantee you, if minimally, if you at least try it four times in a month, you're going to feel better. I, I agree. You're going to relax. You're going to relax your mind and you're going to push out all the other churn bullshit that's going on and you're just going to get quiet with yourself and reflective with yourself and it's in that moment i think my questions and my quotes are going to spark something in you and and here's the the last good news right ian look 
It's not like a, there's 50 pages you got to write and it's one page. Just capture your thoughts in a, in a checklist format or a bullet. I mean, you can write longhand if you want to, but it's kind of another one of my inspirations um, was the five minute journal. I don't yeah. know if you've seen that. I love um, five minute journal. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I actually, before I wrote the clarity field guide, a fellow, a colleague of mine sent me the five minute journal and I loved it. And then the other journal that I've committed to now. So I, I journal three ways. I use the clarity field guide every day. I, I also use the five minute journal because you have to list the three things you're grateful for every morning, mm -hmm. which I really love starting my day like that. And then I have a daily mantra that I say to myself, I'm a, I'm a, a huge fan of Ryan Holiday, and I have been using um, his journal for a year now, the Daily Stoic. So I kind of combine a little bit of religion and a little bit of philosophy into my clarity breaks just to challenge my thinking and to try to... To, to open things up, kind of open the aperture and see the bigger picture so that I can then dial in with clarity into what I truly need to be focused on. And I just find these assets really help me. My name is Gino Wickman. I decided that I want to start to put great video content out to the world. And so the goal was one great video every week. And, and so I was introduced to Ian, and, and that's what brought me into this video world and got me embracing this video world and having a great strategy around putting videos out to the world because there's so much more than just shooting a video. And so the way that he positions those videos, optimizes those videos, he's done a great job. And how are you deciding what you need clarity on or are you letting the journaling find that and especially i mean because you've worked with so many businesses where where do they need the most clarity usually to be in with yeah well you know with 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 the pandemic obviously that's just affected so many areas of so many people's businesses in so many different ways some people are thriving in their businesses right with the pandemic and then unfortunately we've already lost over a hundred thousand small businesses in america that'll never come back right mm -hmm. and 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 that's just a bloody shame it's the entrepreneurs that create two-thirds of the jobs in this country not amazon not microsoft they're not coming to save us by the way you know who's going to save our economy the entrepreneur. Small, small business. Yep. The small businesses, man. We're the visionaries. We're the ones creating two-thirds of the jobs and taking that risk. I just love our tribe, right? But with all the crap that's going on, it is hard to get clear on priorities, right? Like, just think about that for a moment. If you just sat down um, for 30 minutes and just asked yourself, what are, my, what are the five top priorities I got to work on tomorrow? Just fine, right? You got to take the time to first think about that. And you know, I love the I love the Rockefeller story. You know, before the turn of the century, you know, Industrial Revolution, Rockefeller, you know, their royalty in America, right? And um, he was struggling with getting stuff done, so he hired a consultant. The consultant came in and and saw his desk. Rockefeller's desk was a nightmare. And the consultant just looked at him and said, well, what are the three things you got to get done today? And he's like, do you see my desk here? He goes, yeah, I see your desk. I just want to know what are the three things you got to get done today? Mm -hmm. And Rockefeller said, I got to get this, this, and this done today. And the consultant said, 
Okay, write those down on the paper in the order in which you want to do them. So Rockefeller, one, two, and three. And the consultant says, okay, great. I'll see you tomorrow. And he left. Rockefeller, a little bit stunned. Guy comes back the next day and he said, uh, how'd you do on your list, Mr. Rockefeller? And he goes, I got all three done. He goes, great. What are your next three items? Well, they're this, this, and this. And the consultant said, great. See you tomorrow. And he left. Comes back the next day and Rockefeller's like, I get it. He paid him 10 grand for that advice, Ian, at the turn of the yeah. century. Yeah, that was a lot of money. Right? So he gave Rockefeller the idea how to prioritize your top three things and just focus on those. Get clear on those. The rest is going to wait. So it starts with prioritization, right? You got to look at your company holistically. You've got to look into the major functions, sales, marketing, ops, finance, customer service, HR, you know, and you, you've got to get clear. Like if those are cylinders in my engine, are they all firing and are they all firing in synchronicity? Right. You know, for me, and, and there's two, you have all your processes, your tools, your framework, et cetera. But then you have the soul side of your organization, your people, your number one asset. And I don't think organizations are paying enough attention to their culture. You know, you can engineer your own culture. You actually can engineer your culture. You can build the culture that you want, but I just don't see it happening. Again, I'll go back to all the crap that's going on in the world. People working from home with kids running around. I mean, churn is everywhere. But the idea is, you know, you know, the old adage, sometimes you got to slow down to speed up. Mm -hmm. It's in those slow down periods where you got to get quiet with yourself and put yourself in an environment so that you can actually have clear thoughts, uninterrupted, clear thoughts. And you might have to leave campus. You know, I don't know where that is, but you got to find a place like that because you should be looking at the core functions of your business. Start there and get clear. Are our sales processes working and producing the outcomes that they that we want or need? If they're not, then we need to have a discussion and get clear on what isn't working, right? We could have processes that are leaking cash in operations. Well, there's an opportunity there to dive into that and get super clear on the process from when sales hands the sales to ops and ops has got to build and deliver the product. So I think it's really just systematically looking at your organization, starting at the top and just asking yourself like, Hey, what's happening inside here? And you got to include the other people too, Ian, right? I mean, that's going to absolutely, it's, it's, there's huge benefits in spending time alone with your thoughts. And once you do that, go back out to your teammates. Maybe you share some of those thoughts you had in the clarity field guide and those questions and you challenge your team with them so that they can get clearer and or help you get clearer having a discussion around it you know so yeah, I think yeah. it's with prioritization and then then diving in and it's work right it's work and but it's it's important work and it's it's the important but not urgent until it's everything's crumbling well yeah you just made me think of a filter um you know when you're when you're trying to get clear you got to have some filtering mechanisms right to help your thinking process and one of those around prioritization really is you got to consider the impact and the urgency and it maybe maybe it's got a high impact, but low urgency or vice versa. Again, you with your team, you got to get clear 
you know, on, on how you're going to prioritize. That's one little filtering tool to help you do that. You can't do everything at once, right? It's work. You can't do it all at once. So I think if you spend a little bit of time in quiet reflection about those things, journal a little bit, maybe bring that to your team and share your thoughts, that's going to spark a dialogue and that's going to lead to breakthrough. When we have breakthrough, that's when we get crystal clear. Love it. Well, this has been fantastic. Uh, you know, clarity is so important and we can get the clarity field guide at the clarityfieldguide.com. Yes, sir. All right. And your new website is systems and soul or system and solar systems, uh, system and soul system yeah, and soul. Soul.com. Um, the, the philosophy there is real simple. When you can have the system side of your organization, and the soul side of your organization synchronized with the design, you're going to get harmony. Love it. And, uh, and, you know, and who is the ideal client for you? Who should be calling you to find that, that clarity? Any owner, leader, manager, you know, anybody who is in a, is in a, an authoritative role with direct reports, who's, you know, managing a lot of that work you mentioned earlier. And, and, and here's the funny thing, you like to, you know, we live in the entrepreneurial world, right? So this is for entrepreneurs. I've had people buy the book who aren't entrepreneurs. They wanted to journal. They thought it seemed kind of interesting. And when they got into it, they were like, well, this really isn't just for business. And I'm like, no, it's not. I mean, anybody can use it. But I just happen, my passion is with, you know, startups and, and just the whole entrepreneurial community is what I originally wrote it for. But I see other people are benefiting too, which is cool. Love it. Love it. Um, so yeah, it, it, make sure to follow Chris and best place to follow you, LinkedIn. Yep. LinkedIn, uh, Chris White and uh, clarityfieldguide.com, systemandsoul.com, and soon, yep. soon to be coming, coachchris.io. Awesome. And we'll make sure to have all those links in the show notes. If you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be down below. Give Chris a shout out, um, especially if you have questions about clarity, or if you gained any clarity, let him know. Chris, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm glad we got to finally do this. Yeah, me too, Ian. This was, uh, I, it just went so, by so fast, but uh, I really enjoyed our time together. Thank you. And thank you all for taking Chris and I on your journey. And this has been the Garlic Marketing Show. Video, you know it'll make you an authority. You know it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show, including special access to to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, 
go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. 